Welcome to High Vibin' It with your hosts, Lindsay Robinson and Kelsey Aida. Are you ready to make the most of your life, manifesting your inner desires while living a more aligned, inspired life? Start here. Now, here's Kelsey and Lindsay. Hey everyone, welcome to High Vibin' It. This is what, December 9th, just after Thanksgiving. I'm Lindsay. I am a certified hypnotherapist and money mindset uh, coach, expert. I don't know. I change the word a lot. And I'm here with my co host, Kelsey. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Kelsey Aida. I'm an inspirational blogger and author, and I basically help people to own their power and win at life. More specifically, these days, um, I teach a lot about manifesting and the law of attraction because I feel like that's a really great way to leverage our energy to create the life of our dreams in the most effective way possible because, you know, life is short. So the more you can enjoy your awesome life, the better. And um, I'm also super big on self-love these days because I found that's the fastest way to raise your vibration and improve your relationship with yourself, your life, and everyone else in your life. Mm -hmm. So today we're here and we have a really, really good topic um, that I think pretty much any human being that's ever been alive for a certain (laughs) period of time can relate to. (laughs) And that is letting go of things that no longer serve us, things that are heavy, things that we don't need to carry around anymore. And sometimes it can be hard, like really hard because we get so attached to people and places and we get attached to all things, experiences, um, fantasies even, like we get attached to so many things and it's really an important skill skill set to be able to let go. So today we're going to give a bunch of tips on that and kind of speak to our own experience and things that have helped us and worked for us because that's what we do. We try things and then when they work or if they don't work, we will share. So you can be in the know of what works and what really doesn't. And we only will talk about things that are in our wheelhouse and in our depth. Like I'm never going to, we're never probably going to have a conversation about things that we've never experienced or, or never had anybody that we know of experienced just because, I mean, I, I would not want to come on here and start preaching to people, but this is something I actually know a lot about through clients and through my own experience. And Kelsey, I know you do too. Um, So I guess let's just start with like when, hmm, let's talk about when it's appropriate to consider releasing or letting go. Like when is the signal that it's time to not Mm. carry this baggage around anymore? That's a great question. The analogy that's coming to me in like a clairvoyant, like, image is Kelsey's a witch so (laughs) I am (laughs) claircognizant and clairvoyant so when I get information (laughs) it's usually like a movie in my head or like a picture it's very visual because I'm like a visual creature or it's just like a knowing and people be like why the fuck do you know that I'm like couldn't tell you I'm just a psychic person so sorry (laughs) but the image that's coming to me is When you leave milk in the fridge too long and it gets spoiled, like you should have thrown it out like a week ago, but you didn't. And it was there just festering and becoming toxic, even though I don't think milk is the best in the first place. But that's just the analogy that came to me. So so it's like only you can know when it's the right time to let go of something because you'll feel that it's starting to really bog you down. Mm -hmm. And at some point you're going to be like, I just can't take this anymore or I don't prefer to be in this state anymore. I want to choose differently. I will never forget 
when I was in high school, I'm going to put someone on blast right now. Not really. You don't have to name names. Nobody will know. Well, people will know. Some people will know. I was uh, in high school and in a relationship that just wasn't working out. Okay. So it could be like one of two people or three, (laughs) but uh, (laughs) you probably know who you are. Anyway, I was in high school. I was in this relationship and it just wasn't working out, but I was still, you know, everybody's been there. You're still hanging on. You're still in it. You're still, I don't know, hoping for the best or hoping something will change. And somebody said something to me that I will, I still to this day carry with me. And it was just, it doesn't have to be today. It doesn't have to be tomorrow. But one of these days, you will get so uncomfortable. The the bad will outweigh the good and overpower the good so much that staying will actually be physically more painful to you than just pulling the trigger and releasing it and letting it go. And I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. That's never going to happen. I'm never going to feel good about it. But the date, like something happened when that was said to me, like something switched and it became okay to it became okay to explore what would happen if I went down the path of letting go versus if I went down the path of staying. And I released the stranglehold on the outcome I thought I wanted in that moment. And it's just always stayed with me. And I now I say it to people. <laughs> it's so funny how that happens. Like it's a complete 360 where um, I'll have a client or something and I'll be like, yeah, don't put so much pressure on yourself for forcing it to work out the way you thought it would. It's just one feel into it. One day it's going to get so uncomfortable that moving feels better than staying stuck, you know? And I think that's That's so good. That's so good. Yeah. And I feel like, go ahead. No, no. That's, that's all I was going to say is it basically plants that seed in your brain that like, it's going to be okay to walk away sometime, someday, not today, not tomorrow, maybe, but someday it will be okay. And you'll feel Yeah. So you basically like answered your own question. Like, when do you know to let go? When the pain is pushing you to let go. And honestly, this is the only reason why humans ever change. And if you're like, oh, I'm lacking motivation in my life. I can't change. I don't know why. Honestly, it's probably because you haven't hit your pain threshold yet. Yes. Probably not in enough pain to actually care enough to make a change because naturally we're just like, everything is fine unless I'm basically dying emotionally (laughs) or spiritually or physically. And then because I don't want to die, I'll make a change. But if Uh you don't have the correct motivation, might not be and no one can know what that is you know like you'll have and I'm going to use relationships again because you'll have your your friends and family come out as like this this person's not good for you or you know whatever it might be this job is not good for you this whatever but you're just going to alienate yourself from them until you can see that for yourself so they can say it all they want and they can see it from the outside for what it is but until you feel it yeah, it's not happening. Nothing's happening. Yeah. So basically it's for you to decide yeah. when you want to start letting go. And another thing that's coming to me is prayer is really effective because sometimes you really want to let go, but you're not actually willing. So it's it's a good idea to pray or just to ask or whatever works for you, however you like to do it. But ask for the willingness to let go and ask for the strength to be able to do the letting go because it can be hard. And like from one perspective, it's hard, but from another perspective, it's like the easiest thing you've ever done. Because if you're trying to let go of something, chances are it's already let go of you. So there's really nothing left to let go of. You're just clinging on to like a shell. Let's say more about that. 
Yeah. So let's say, for example, if somebody, your lover, your partner leaves you um, and you can't let go of that. Well, guess what? They already let go of you the moment that they left. And now it's not there anymore. So you're holding on to air. You're holding on to the fantasy. You're holding on to your hopes and dreams with that person. And it's not to say that you can't have hopes and dreams. But if one person already severed the tie, that's all it takes to end the relationship. You know, you have to have two people wholeheartedly committed to the process if you want it to work out. So letting go in that instance is like, it's already gone. There's nothing to let go of. And I know that sounds harsh and like so mean, but really it's coming from a place of doesn't that feel good to know that there's actually nothing left to hold on to? Well, it already left. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone at their core just wants to know they did the best they could. No one no one can walk away from a situation and be free of it feeling like they could have done something better or different or only, if I had only known this at the time, I could have changed this. And that idea where, you know, it's already left you, there's nothing more you can do really kind of takes that weight off of like, okay, so even if I made, made myself suffer so much and just kept holding on to this, it's not going to make any difference because it's already let go of me. So now it's okay for me to let go. And that's not to say that you shouldn't mourn the loss of what you thought could be. Um, You absolutely need to hold space for that grief and for that loss because it really is the loss of the outcome that you thought you were going to have or that you thought you were going to get to enjoy. Um, But once that's done and it starts to just feel heavy and it's not serving any purpose, that's, I think, when you need to yeah. evaluate whether it should stay around or not. We're definitely not advocating spiritual bypassing where you just let go of everything and everything's fine and you feel great all the time and there's no need to feel hard, heavy, sad, awful emotions because everything's fine because I already let it go. That's not what we're talking about at all. We're talking about after you've done the grieving, yeah. after you've done the processing, after you've felt the feelings that have been wanting to be felt through whatever experience is causing you to feel the need to let go. Then once you've done enough work with that, then you'll feel that it's time. Okay. I think I need to start loosening my grip on this and maybe just let the wind kind of take it from my hand. Yeah. And praying, I like that you brought that up because a lot of times we forget to ask for help. Yeah. There's so much help that we don't tap into. Definitely from others, other humans, but even from our spiritual friends and our guides and our the higher power, we, we forget that they're just waiting to offer assistance and to assist us when we need it. Um, and it's not, you know, a lot of people feel weak if they ask for help and they can't handle it on their own. Or, But even just like you said, asking for the next step, like give me uh, the willingness, give me the, the ability to let go, give me the open mind that I need to see other scenarios besides this guilt or shame or blame or grief that I'm holding on to, you know? You could be like, please gift me with a different perspective of what happened. Um, Please help me to see things in a more beneficial light. Please reveal to me how this is serving me. Um, You can ask for help in anything. And like how we talked about in our spirit guide episode, they're waiting around to help you, but they're not going to interfere unless you give them permission. So when you do these prayers, when you ask for help, you're saying, okay, spirit team, jump in here. I need you. And they're like, okay, we're on it. But otherwise they're not really going to get involved because you have free will. So figure it out. (laughs) Figure it out. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, and that's that's okay. So that's from the spirit world or the the other side, the unseen team that you have going at all times. Every single person on this planet does. Um, but what about help from other people? So uh, yeah. let me let me preface this real quick because I don't feel like there's any real good way to go into it. So me and Kelsey have decided. I'm just going to say that we're not doing the commercial breaks that we normally do. We are going to experiment with not doing commercials. We're just going to do um, our our sponsors in a way that is concise and keeps us getting back to the topic. Um, so we'll see how that goes for you guys. But I'm actually really excited about it because I just felt like it was too much at, at, at the point of like all the way up to like last week. It was too much. So getting help from other people like – Better help. Go ahead, Kelsey. Oh <laughs> Segway. Look at you. Okay. No, I really want to speak to the awesomeness of BetterHelp because, as you're going to see after the topic, my BetterHelp counselor really, really helped me to have a breakthrough this last week in letting something go. And I'll tell you the story in a little because I want to get into the details of BetterHelp and how you can utilize it. But honestly, there's nothing wrong with getting help from other people. And it's so beneficial to have an outside perspective from someone who doesn't have an agenda in your life. I mean, to mm -hmm. a degree, like they want you to feel good and they have they want you to have a good life. Like they're good people. They're not like sociopaths or whatever. But therapists and counselors, they're not invested in your life the way that you are. And so they have access to different perspectives. Yeah. So, BetterHelp is an amazing tool where you can basically access therapy online with licensed counselors, therapists, specialists, um, basically emotional professionals who can help you with anything that you're going through at any time. Um, it's really cool because what I do is I hop on a video chat with my therapist every week. And so it's basically the same as like going there except I don't even have to leave and my house. And they kind of like low-key inspired this episode, no? A yeah, little. it did low key inspire this episode because <laughs> when I had my therapy session and then she was like, do this homework about letting go. I was all about letting go. And I was like, this was so helpful. Let's talk yeah. about letting go. So that kind of inspired the whole theme for this episode. So thanks to my counselor. <laughs> you are if you're listening to this. Um, but yeah, if you've been wanting to talk, um, you can get started by going to betterhelp.com forward slash vibe and all of our high vibe it listeners get 10% off your first month with the discount code VIBIN, and you can get started communicating with your new helper of your life <laughs> in under 24 hours, which is amazing. And I will say that this is already really affordable. And with the discount, you have even more incentive to sign up. So go to betterhelp.com forward slash VIBIN, and you'll get 10% off your first month with BetterHelp. And it's such, such, such a good resource. It's convenient. It's professional. It's affordable. Yeah, and I and can cry on my you can what? You can cry on your what? I can cry on my sofa in my PJs. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, <laughs> so when I'm like, cry. oh, this is what happened to me. And I'm like wiping my snot and like ugly crying. Nobody that's, has to see. Yeah, that's actually really, really cool. It's one of my favorite things about just doing sessions online in general is the, the client doesn't have to leave their house. You can yeah. work through things at your own pace in the safety and comfort of your own home. So go ahead and check that out, guys. Betterhelp.com forward slash vibin. Get a crazy cool discount and start improving your mental health. It's great. 
Yes. Great, great, great. BetterHelp is awesome. I personally love it. And that leads me to my story, which I really want to tell. Let's so, hear it because I haven't even heard this yet, I don't think. Yeah, so here's what happened, you guys. I've been in the process over the last couple months of letting go of something really heavy that happened to me slash for me, but it really just feels like it happened to me, not for me. That's still where I'm at in the process of healing. So, yeah. <laughs> so I've been using BetterHelp. It's really awesome. And my counselor was like, hey, I have homework for you. Why don't you try making a list of pros and cons of letting this go? Like, what are the pros of letting this go? What are the cons of letting this go? Let's help you to move on. And at first I was like, this is so stupid. She probably just wants to convince me to let it go because there's going to be so many pros to letting it go, obviously. And then I'm supposed to convince myself that because there's so many pros to letting go that I should just let it go, right? So I was like kind of resistant to the exercise. I was like, this is going to be dumb, whatever, but I'll do it because I'm a star student and I'm going to do my homework. So I did it. And lo and behold, I was super surprised to see on my list that there were only like two benefits to letting this thing go. And they were like obvious, like intellectual ones. And then there was like five cons to letting it go. And as I was looking at this list, I was like, oh my gosh, this is why I'm still holding on. I'm looking at my resistance to letting go on a piece of paper. And just by looking at the resistance, honestly, it was enough to to start dissolving it. Because as soon as I saw why I was holding on so tight and why parts of me weren't willing to let go, it became so much easier to just loosen my grip on this thing that I've been trying to let go of. And now it's naturally just like slipping out of my hands instead of me trying to like throw it at the wall, like, fuck you, I'm letting go of this shitty thing. (laughs) (laughs) Which might work for a couple hours and then you're right back where you started. Yeah, it's just going to like bounce back and like hit you in the face, essentially, (laughs) if you do it that way in like a harsh manner. But oh my God, so... Basically, what I'm saying is if you're trying to let go of something, it's very helpful to write a list of pros and cons because there are parts of you that believe that it's actually very bad for you to let go of this thing. And that's why you're still holding on to it. I am a huge fan of pros and con lists. I do this all the time with my clients. Um, And if you didn't say it, I was going to say get out a pen and paper, make a column, two columns, and write down what, what is serving you by holding on to this and what will serve you by letting go of it which is essentially a pro and con list. Um, and yeah, as you exactly as you said, not only does it lay out all the evidence in front of you and all the different perspectives, but it also allows you to get clarity and really dive into why you are still holding on to it. Because there is a part of you that is being served by strangleholding this idea. Or multiple parts. And exactly. I'm being um, encouraged by my guides right now to share um, more details about the situation. Cause I think it will be helpful for people. Uh-oh. So, um, I'm not going to go too much into detail, okay. but essentially what I've been working on letting go of is a really traumatic, um, romantic partnership, a relationship experience that happened, uh, call it twin flames, call it whatever you want. But basically it ended in just a lot of trauma and I felt very wounded for a long time by the whole thing and it wasn't even just the ending of the relationship that was traumatic because it was a very quick severing which is not good for anybody but it was also the relationship itself there was a lot of emotional abuse and just the dynamic was really really not good and the more that I was doing healing work around it the more I could see this very clearly because I didn't have my rose-colored glasses on anymore like I did when I was 
stuck in the relationship, which ultimately served me in many, many ways because I've learned many things and I've grown exponentially fast. Uh, but you know how I know that you've grown from it because you're talking about it right now. Look at me. Go. Look at you. Go. I'm talking about it and I'm not even fucking crying. <laughs> well, that. that and because I know, <laughs> I don't know, if I, forgive me for saying it, but I know that you were a little worried in the beginning that certain someone would hear and you didn't want to like feel like you yeah. talking about it's, it too much. It's hard for me and Lindsay because hundreds of thousands of people listen to this and we want to respect the privacy of the people in our lives, but also like it's my story too. Exactly. And if it's going to help people for me to share it, then like, I'm sorry, person, Look but you. I'm going to share it and I'm just not going to say your name. So yeah. basically the whole experience was just really heavy and it's taken a lot of emotional healing to like move past it. Mm-hmm. And um, so on my list of pros and cons, Some of the pros were, I have to think of it because I don't have it here in front of me, but the pros were like, okay, if I let go of this situation and I move on, obviously I'll be more open and available for new love, which is ultimately like what I want because that's one of my biggest desires in life is to like have this awesome, healthy um, romantic partnership. So that was like a pretty obvious pro. If you let go, you can move on. You can be open. Great. Then there was another one and it was like, if you let go, you'll feel more emotionally stable more of the time because I get triggered sometimes still like going back and forth with healing this situation. And so those were the two pros. It's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Obviously, it's better to let it go. Right. And then I get into the cons and that's where all my unheard parts are like, we have a voice. Yay. (laughs) And I realized that the biggest reason why I was holding on to the pain of the experience was because it was actually for like a way for me to feel connected to this person. And this person was someone who I felt such a strong connection with that I'd never experienced in my whole life. And I'm someone who really values deep, deep intimacy with people, especially um, emotionally and in um, relationships with my friends or whoever, family or anyone. And so I kind of got on a tangent and forgot what I was saying. But the con was that if I let go of this situation, there's a part of me that feels like I'm going to not be connected to him anymore because being in pain about the situation makes me feel like I'm still connected to him. So when I saw that on paper, I was like, man, there's got to be a way better way for me to get this need met. Like I can still be connected to him in a healthy way where I've cut energetic ties that are draining my energy, but I can maybe remember the partnership for the good things that happened, or I can still wish him well or whatever it is. There's different ways to connect with people even when they're not in your life anymore. And there are healthy ways to do it. And holding on to the pain you guys shared together is not a healthy way to stay connected to someone. But I mean, how many of us listening can relate, right? Like sometimes holding on to the pain is all you have left. And so Mm -hmm. you're going to hold on to it even if it's toxic, even if it's like holding you back and keeping you down, you know? Yeah. So that was like a huge, huge, huge epiphany. And then the other con that was really big that caught my eye was me telling this story and being in pain actually made me feel like I was more relatable to people. And so being in the pain and not letting go of it was actually supporting my need of getting connection with others nowadays. 
So like if I meet someone new and they're like, oh, are you dating? Are you single? And I'm like, well, let me tell you what happened to me. And then they're like, oh my gosh, something like that happened to me. And then we're like trauma bonding over the shared experience, which is a way to get connection, but not the way that I would like to consciously get connection. So when I saw that, I was like, whoa, that is so helpful to know that I was actually using this story this heavy baggage to connect with other people. So for me, a lot of the cons revolved around connection to him, connection to others. And then the big, big, big con that was more about me was I felt like if I let go of the pain of this relationship, I will forget how painful it was. And then I might make the same mistakes again in a new relationship. And I might ignore the red flags and I might – be with a similar type of person who is not healthy emotionally in any capacity. And I might just make the same mistakes all over again. And that's like my worst nightmare. Right. And the truth is like, I've learned, I'm not going to repeat these same fucking patterns. There's no way like it's impossible for that to happen, but there's a part of me that's scared of that. And so that's why I've been holding on and realizing this really does for you because honestly, and I say this all the time when it comes to manifesting or any form of resistance, just looking at it oftentimes is enough to start dissolving it. Exactly. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. So your takeaway from like the whole, I really, really resonated with this one where you said holding on to my pain essentially is what's going to keep you from making the same mistake again. As long as you can remember how painful this was. You're not going to do it again. Um, I, I really, really resonate with that just simply because it is such a common thing to stay close to the thing that hurt you so that you, it's like a familiar kind of hurt versus an unfamiliar kind of hurt where like down the line, if it happens again, you're, you're trying to prevent that. So let me just hold on to it now. Um, how do you, there's a question in here somewhere. I'm trying to word it right. <laughs> how how did you kind of go from that clarity and that piece of uh, wisdom to, to to saying there's no way I'm going to go through this again? I know that for a fact. Like what, what made you say, I know for a fact it's never going to happen again? Is it just like because it's in your bones? It's a deep, deep feeling? Honestly, it's like now that I've been hurt in such a deep way – it's like my inner masculine energy coming up and protecting me. So we all have like a masculine energy and a feminine energy and mm-hmm. they serve different purposes. And in some moments we'll be more in our feminine and some moments we'll be more in our masculine. I feel like my inner masculine is like, there's no way I'm going to let that fucking happen to you. Again. So you can let go of this and I'll take care of the rest. And also I've been playing with the idea of like, you can let go of something and heal from it. And you don't have to necessarily forget what happened. Forgive, you're not going to have amnesia forgive, just because but you're forget. over it. Yeah, yeah, you can forgive, but also not forget, which can be very helpful so that you don't repeat the same mistakes or you don't let other people cross your boundaries or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so just playing with the idea of it's safe to let go. I know better now. I'm not yeah. the same person that I was when I entered into that relationship. So I'm not going to make the same mistakes that I did then because I'm different. Exactly. I might and make different mistakes, but I'm not going to make the same mistakes. <laughs> it's like if okay, so it's like that thing where like you can't catch the same cold twice because there's like millions and billions mm-hmm. of different types of illnesses that once you build the immunity up to one, of course you could get sick again and it might mimic the same symptoms, but it is actually a different cold. And then there's also 
like just that that idea that you can never go through the same experience twice because you will never be the same person twice. You're not the same person you were 30 seconds ago or at the start of the show. So there's no way you could make the exact same mistake twice. So just knowing that hopefully can give someone peace of mind that like, yeah, maybe I have a little bit more control over this than I, than I thought I did. Um, and from a manifesting standpoint too, you could just get really clear on what your intention actually is. So without using any negatives, you know, like I want someone who doesn't do this, like stay away from that. But if you could replace those things with what you actually want someone to do, then there's like a double bind. It's like reinforcing that idea of what you actually do want to bring into your awareness and into your life instead of more of the pattern of what you don't want, you know? Yeah. And like, just to give a practical example, like this person was very inconsistent in the way that they related with me. So it was like really hot, really cold. I love you. You're the best thing that ever happened to me. Oh, just kidding. I don't want to be in this partnership. It's too much burden for me, blah, 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 back and forth, back and forth. So for me, this made me really clear and like, wow, I would really appreciate someone who's actually consistent and who doesn't yeah. change their mind about how they feel about me and how they feel about the partnership every five minutes. Like, yeah. Dependable, consistent, someone yeah. you can count on. There's so many ways to say that very thing and, you know, really get clear on who's coming, who's coming into your awareness. And it's yeah, really exciting. And- And so basically what we're trying to say is pros and cons, especially the cons is where you want to focus because you can't convince yourself to let go of something, but you can look at the reasons why you're not letting go of it and have compassion for yourself. And then that will really help you to move along, move along just nicely in a nice natural way. We don't need to force the letting go. Let's just encourage it. Yeah. Um, and speaking of, so you know how my cons, like they were all about connection. I'm going to lose connection to him. I'm going to lose connection to other people. Speaking of connection, because it is holidays, we want to tell you guys about StoryWorth, which is a really cool way to connect with your family or anyone who you love in your life. And basically, StoryWorth makes it easy and fun for you and your loved ones to share their stories with weekly emailed story prompts, questions you've maybe never thought to ask. And then at the end of the year, they'll get their stories bound in a beautiful hardcover book. So this is really cool for strengthening your family bonds and getting to know your loved ones in a whole new way. Yeah, I actually started doing this for myself. I get questions emailed to me and it's like, what was your dad like when you were a kid? What was your favorite toy when you were younger? And who was your what was your favorite subject in school? And I haven't thought about this stuff in like years. And it really gets your memory going and it gets you like reminiscing on like the good times and all your favorite memories that you that kind of got lost in the shuffle of like adulting. But I've been loving answering these questions. It's so, so cool. If you want to do it for yourself or for a loved one, it's such a cool gift for the holidays. And uh, you guys um, actually get a discount or you get $20. Yeah. yeah, $20 off your first purchase. So if you guys go to storyworth.com slash Vibin, again, that's V-I-B-I-N. It's always V-I-B-I-N in case you're ever wondering. Uh, storyworth.com slash Vibin and you get $20 off your first purchase. It's really, really cool. I really like it a lot. I feel like that's like the perfect gift for those people who already have every physical thing or every gadget or every book or every article of clothing. You're like, what the F am I supposed to get my Aunt Susie for this (laughs) Christmas? She already has everything. Well, if you want to like bond with her and create some cool like intimacy and connection. Yeah. Storyworth. You get $20 off your first purchase by going to storyworth.com slash Aunt Susie's going to love it. 
I actually do have an aunt Susie. <laughs> I am an aunt. So well, I'm kind be. of my middle name is Sue. So oh, I'm I was kind like, of an you're aunt not Sue. an aunt Susie, <laughs> Lindsay. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh goodness, everyone's like, "What's your middle name?" I'm like, I'm never telling anyone, but I just told everyone just now. <laughs> I'm never telling anyone. Well, my Ooh. middle name is Aida, and everyone thinks that's my last name now because I always go by because you go by Aida it. online, yeah. and everyone's like, "Oh, your last name is Aida." I'm like, no. It's my middle name. You'll never be able to say my last name. Too many vowels. I can. Wait, can I? Roldis? Roldis? Roldis. Roldis. Oh, <laughs> it's like Roldis. Roldis. Yeah. But it's my spelled s- like with too many letters. So my son, well, my husband's last name is Gutierrez. Gutierrez. So all my kids are Gutierrez and my three-year-old's like, my name is Jackson Wilkes Gutierrez. Oh. And he said it so like <laughs> – cool that I did not want to correct him. I was like, yes, buddy, your name is Kateras. It totally is. He's so cute. Anyway. Um, Love it. Okay. So I have yeah. another tip for letting go. That's really important. And I know you can speak to. So when you're holding on to something, you're essentially living in the past, but your body and your life is actually right here, right now in this new moment in this present moment. And if you can practice more ways to stay present, it'll be much easier to let go because you won't keep stringing your past baggage along with you because every moment is new. Mm -hmm. Every moment is a new opportunity to express how you're feeling in that moment. You Mm -hmm. don't have to keep recreating the past by dragging that luggage with you into every now moment because every now moment is actually new if you would let it be, but often we just don't. I think a lot of it is like struggling with giving yourself permission to be free, to free yourself from it. Because there's a lot of humanness that comes with grief and shame and uh, feeling like we made a mistake or feeling like we should have known better where we feel like we need to punish ourselves even on a subconscious or unconscious level for I mean, indefinite amounts of time where you wake up one day and you're like, what the heck happened? Why am I still in this loop? But because it's become so normal for you and it's hard for us to really kind of take a deep breath and say, it's okay to, to be free. It's okay to move on. And this is so weird because I just posted something on Instagram that was speaking about this very thing. And it was before we talked about what the topic of the show would be. Um, there's been a huge theme lately around this idea of forgiving and releasing and moving on and moving forward and cutting ties. And I actually, um, I was going to mention this at the end of the show, but I actually have a brand new audio in the shop for forgiving and moving forward. I have another one that's going up probably today or tomorrow for cutting the cord, which is so crucial to, as you said, cutting energetic ties and things like that. Um, so there's been this huge theme I'm finding and just people in my awareness and clients coming to me for this idea of forgiveness. And the idea that keeps coming up is it's really hard to give yourself permission, um, and to allow that kind of healing because then you feel like you're, I don't know, getting off easy or that you are kind of getting away with something when that is so, so not the case. Well, and here's the thing. I'm going to blow everyone's mind because this awesome download came through as you were talking about how a lot of times we hold on to things too long as a form of self-punishment and we don't even realize. Yeah. But ask yourself, am I holding on to this so I can punish myself? Like, do I feel like I need to be in pain because I messed up or because I did something wrong or I hurt someone else? 
Um, and the download that came through was you don't have to punish yourself. Instead, love the part of you that wants to punish yourself because like the that. part of you that wants to punish yourself is really so like innocent and pure and it's yearning for you to have done the right thing yeah. or for you to repent for your sins or whatever it is that your belief is like this part of you that's like oh I should punish myself because I did something bad that's because you probably care about other people that's mm -hmm. because you probably want to have a really great life that's because you x y and z name any reason that's actually good like you're a good person if there's part of you that's trying to punish yourself that part maybe is not expressing itself in the most healthy, loving way, but it actually loves you a lot. Yeah. And so when you can look at that with the eyes of compassion and be like, wow, I don't need to punish myself anymore. I can just love the punisher for punishing me because it has a good reason to. It wants me to be a better person or it doesn't want me to do that to people anymore or doesn't want me to make the same mistakes. That's true self-love. When you can look at the ugliest parts mm -hmm. of yourself and have compassion and understanding – that's the name of the game because it's easy to be like, I'm great at this. I'm good at this. I like doing this. I'm such a great person because X, Y, Z. That's not self-love. I mean, it is, but it's only like a very surface level. Yeah. Religion. It's one, one tiny perspective or aspect That's so easy. Anyone can you know, love almost parts perspective just because awesome. it's always said in the show and I almost just flubbed into perspective instead of aspect, which they're not that different, but <laughs> no, they're not. it's an interesting uh, change because I, I don't say it because you say it. I try <laughs> yeah. and I don't want the show to be filled with just perspective this perspective that so I'm trying to like look for different like synonyms anyway um that's that's very important that you mentioned that and it's also um it's like that thing where you know if you're worried about being a good parent that already shows you're a good parent if you're worried about it or exactly. like like whole, love yourself just for yeah. worrying that's beautiful that you care that much exactly and just just sit with that for a minute and just know like okay well obviously I do care about people which is why I feel like I need to hold on to this and punish myself so that some kind of justice gets met in the world like it's different for everybody but at any kind of negative frequency that comes into your life or any kind of negative emotion or feeling is from a need that's not being met from some part of you. So if you can examine that need and that desire from that part of you that's kind of sending you the mixed signals of negativity, then it just changes everything. And you, there's nothing you can't conquer once you can figure out which part of you needs to be paid attention to more. Yeah, and which part of you needs love. Because like if yeah. you're punishing yourself – that's an opportunity. That's a call. That's a cry for more love, yeah, honestly. Yeah. That's like a part of you wailing, screaming, like, please love me. I'm dying. So that's like why I'm so passionate about teaching self-love these days. And it's something I've really been embodying, especially in the last year and a half to like a whole nother degree, which um, makes me feel like I need to tell everyone that I'm hosting a self-love retreat because I have three spots left. So <laughs> you guys, this is really exciting. There's still three spots to get in. I'm taking a bunch of women to Mexico and we're going to practice all these self-love practices. Not like the easy ones like, oh, I love myself because I'm cute and I'm funny and I'm hot and I'm this and I'm that. No, I mean, we're going to do that because that's fun. But we're also going to do the work where you forgive yourself for everything that you've been holding on to, where you look at the ugliest parts of yourself that you just cannot deal with. And you're just like, I hate that about myself. I don't like it. I don't want it. And we're going to see 
why is it actually here? It's probably serving me in some way. How is this making me a better person? How can I understand this part and give it what it needs so it stops bugging me? Yeah. All that fun stuff. So if you're interested at all, um, if you resonate with this episode, you'll probably love the retreat because we're going to be doing this type of work. But just go to kelseyaida.com forward slash retreat and get your name on the wait list. And then I'll send you more info because it's going to be a really kick-ass opportunity. And like, if you want to up-level in anything in life, find the person who's embodying that. Like, I can confidently say I've loved myself harder than I've seen anyone love themselves, like, pretty much ever. Like, I'm basically blowing my own mind here at how hard I can love myself. (laughs) So if that doesn't say something about my energy. get a room. I don't know what does. I mean, if you come to the retreat and hang around and see it in action, like, when I'm doing it, that'll be, like, a way for you to take your own to the next level, you know? I like that. And I know you've been mentioning this retreat for a while now. Guys, don't sleep on this retreat. Seriously. KelseyAida.com, right? Forward slash retreat. Yeah. Um, Three spots left. And I have it on good authority that there will be margaritas. Yes. That's a selling point. There will be margaritas if you like those. (laughs) It would absolutely be a selling point for me. So if it's the same for anyone else, go for it. It I always think In Mexico. Crazy. Yeah, I always think it's funny too because people are like, oh, we're in Mexico because some people are like, oh, Mexico is dangerous. Mexico is scary. We're going to Puerto Vallarta, which is a cute little beach town that I've been to a million billion times. There's amazing tacos, really nice people. And this is where they film Bachelor in Paradise, which I know is another selling point for a lot of women out there. <laughs> we could be out to dinner and they could be on a date right next to us. You never know. I don't know. I feel like he's still in the hospital, isn't he? Didn't he get hurt real bad? Oh, bad in paradise is when there's oh, a in bunch paradise. of couples. Oh, in paradise. Yes, 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 yes. And they stay at that oh, house right. on the beach. Oh, yeah. the rejects. Oh, that's such a good the show. Re- I love that show so much. <laughs> I didn't even watch it, but I just have to mention it because I think it's like hilarious. No, you need to watch it. It's so good. Uh, Yeah. Speaking of romance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so good with these segues here's, today. Here's what they're going to need once they get engaged on the beach in Mexico. Uh, yeah, everyone's going to need Zola because Zola is the place to be if you're engaged. Lindsay, tell them. Okay, so I am not engaged, but I am married. <laughs> Happily <laughs> and, married. And I just, it's, it is actually funny because I have a friend who just got married last month, in October, and he, they use Zola for their registry. So it was, as somebody buying a gift for somebody uh, th- through Zola. Oh my God. It's so easy. It could not be easier because everything is in one place. You don't have like a million different websites and I only shop online. So you don't have a million different websites to go to or anything like that. It's all in one spot and everything is worked out on Zola's end. So anything you get, you buy, you can feel comfortable, get shipped right to them. Um, but as I said, I am married and planning my own wedding and planning my own, you know, whatever reception was so hard just figuring out all the different vendors all the different options it was really hard but if I had something like Zola it would have made it so much easier because like I said everything's just in one spot um and of course if you guys decide to get engaged we are right in the middle of engagement season um from what I can from what I've read from what you can see on going from what I can see yeah (laughs) on Instagram for sure fucking getting married over here For sure. Everyone's getting married and doing all the adult stuff. But if you guys um, find yourself in a position to be using Zola anytime soon, you get a discount with us. Kelsey, tell them what it is. 
That's right. Zola basically makes wedding planning easier and less stressful with wedding websites, registry, invites, a guest list manager, and all that jazz all in one place. If you sign up at Zola.com slash Vibin today, you can use the promo code PAPER30 to get 30% off your invites and paper order. That's Zola.com slash Vibin and promo code PAPER30. So it's a little bit different from our other sponsors, you're going to go to Zola.com slash Vibin, but the promo code is not Vibin. It's paper 30 um, so that you can get 30% off your invites and paper order. Really cool. I love Zola. So cool. I love how we're talking about The Bachelor and then we went into Zola and BetterHelp obviously has been helping me better to let go. <laughs> and StoryWorth is a perfect gift for the holidays. Look at us. Let's see what else together. Let's see what else BetterHelp can inspire. Oh, I'm sure many more episodes will come from my therapy session. Here's how it works in my life. I go through a lot of struggle and strife to get to these wise conclusions (laughs) to share with you guys, okay? (laughs) It's not an easy journey over here. Just because I'm a manifesting queen, which I am, that doesn't mean that I always get everything I want when I want it. Because part of my job as a manifestation teacher is to learn also what does not work to help prevent you from doing the thing that does not work. So I just wanted to point out that I'm taking one for the team and I love you all very much. And I hope you're appreciative of everything I go through to bring you this information. It's so funny because you absolutely like your journey is definitely one of growth. It's one of expansion. It's one of like really hard growing pains from what I've you know, and I'm just over here like trying to keep my head above water with these kids <laughs> and working with my amazing clients. And I, I, yeah, it's everybody has different journeys. It's definitely not that hard for me. But also, you know, I, uh, I do what I do. I'm, I'm more like even if, even if I did go through the same stuff, we would react very differently to our experiences because we have different brains. And I'm more of the like, let's just put it in a box back here and not think about it till we have to. And Kelsey's like, I need to feel all the things. <laughs> when it happens. Like, I feel so alive right yeah. now, diving deep into my emotions. You're definitely like, more cathartic. <laughs> you have such cathartic like experiences, but I um, have very, well, first of all, I'm just emotionally sensitive, which growing yeah. up, I didn't really embrace about myself until I made it okay to embrace that about myself, which comes with the whole self-love territory that I've been practicing the last couple of years. But I'm just sensitive and I'm a performer, which I feel like makes me kind of addicted to drama from like a part of me that just like loves when things are like dramatic, even though in truth, I don't love when things are dramatic Mm -hmm. because it's very chaotic. But there's a part of me that's definitely like, yes, it's drama. And then also just like, I'm such a feeler in my body that when emotions come, it's like almost like a high like you can get addicted to certain emotional states. And I'm not going to say that I am because I'm definitely not. But there's a part of me that does like being fully, fully immersed. In that. Well, first of all, kudos to you for knowing that about yourself. How many people do we know that we know that that's what's going on, but they'll never admit it. And they'll be like, oh, my God, I just like hate drama. But they're the ones always. <laughs> I just don't know drama. why this is happening <laughs> to me. Why am I always attracting <laughs> all this drama? Uh, because you like it. <laughs> or because it's subconsciously your your safe space, you know, whether or not logically it makes sense or we like it, it's this is what's happening, you know. Or you need it because like I needed the drama to learn some lessons, you know. Mm-hmm. I needed it to be big and yeah. cinematic and it was. 
it's, yeah. And really no good lesson worth learning is done quietly. You know, it's always like something that you will remember. <laughs> right. It's nice to think that we can just read all the books and know everything and not have to have any life experience, but that's just not how it works. Because if you want to integrate what you're actually learning, you're probably going to have to go through the ringer in some capacity yeah. or the other. And that's yeah. just part of the human experience. And I think there's a huge misconception that like, if I'm high vibe, if I'm a great manifester, then somehow that means that I'm immune to human yep. stuff. Yep. You never become immune to pain or no. grief or things that are out of your control or surprises or unexpected plot twists. You are a person on the yeah. Okay, so no matter how high you vibrate, even if you're Jesus Christ, you might get burned at the stake. Okay, anything uh, could happen. Pretty sure he did not get burned at the stake. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you're, if you're a high vibe witchy type, you're probably still gonna have to go through some stuff. Trials and tribulations and adversity. Not gonna be easy just because you're good at manifesting. What I'm trying to say, and I think it's really, that's a huge misconception that hurts people. Mm-hmm. And as long you know, you just have to be okay with it okay with the fact that life's gonna suck sometimes it's gonna it's gonna look on the outside as if things are going very very wrong but they rarely are ever I don't I've never experienced a situation where they're ever actually truly going wrong they're just going right on another level that you can't see at that very moment yeah and (laughs) this brings me back to letting it go because okay now I have to start singing because we've said it too many times and now it's in my head but you don't have kids that's why it's a good song I mean there's another song from Frozen that I like but it's not which one love is an open door no the other one where they're gonna like throw the party and then she's like all excited um oh yeah uh for the first first time in forever (laughs) yes I love that song oh my gosh it gets me so excited have you seen Frozen 2? Because it's really good. No, I didn't. But anyway, I'm losing track of what I was Go ahead, say. go ahead, go ahead. So letting go. <laughs> Stop really back saying in it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm never going to get get it out of my head. Okay. Releasing. Um, Can we say releasing? Releasing. Okay. Releasing. When we find it hard to release, a lot of times it's because – we're attached to the story mm-hmm. that we create about the thing that happened. And like we said before, I'm reiterating everything we said because I'm trying to get like being elusive. <laughs> the thing we said before was that when you realize your resistance to letting go, it's much, much easier to let go. And yeah. I really just can't get to the point that I was going to say. What were we talking about? Dude, I don't even know. But basically, <laughs> basically, here's here's the deal. Here's what I want if if to to convey to people. The basic point is this. You don't have to be perfect at it. You don't have to wake up tomorrow and be like, yay, it's all gone. It's released. I'm done. Whatever. You just have to practice exploring what it would be like if you were allowed to let go. What would it be like if I was allowed to not feel this every day? What would it be like if I was allowed to make room instead for something that I actually want? What would that be like? And really, it's about experimenting. It's about playing around with this idea and this feeling. And the more you do that, the more it will feel natural. And the more you're going to, and then one day you will wake up, probably not tomorrow or the next day, but you'll wake up and be like, why was I holding on to this again? How is it helping me? when I could be over here, why am I stuck here? You know what I mean? And it becomes so much more attractive to start working towards that sunny, bright, 
you know, grassy knoll where everything works out and, and you can move on. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Go. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so a lot of the reason why we can't let go is because we look at our past and we feel like it should have been different or that yeah. it could have been different. But honestly, it could not have been different and it should not right. have been different because that's not how it happened. That how it so happened important. is exactly how it was meant to happen and the only way it could have happened because everyone in the scenario or everything in the scenario was just doing the best they could with where they were at and what they knew. And yes. looking from that standpoint, you can have a lot more peace looking back at your life knowing that it couldn't have been because it happened how it needed to. It happened how exactly how it was supposed to. And here's a radical idea for your highest good. Always. It happened the way it was supposed to. You, Yeah. And that goes back to the thing we said first. You could not have done anything better or different. You, it could not have happened any other way or it would have. You know, that whole thing of like, if it's meant to be, it'll be, which I hate because it's so like scapegoaty, but it's absolutely true though. You know, if they could find a better way to say that, it's true. If it's meant to happen for you, it will happen. If it's not meant to, it won't. And I know we're kind of coming to close here, but um, just a little mediumship story to share with you all. There was this client that came into the salon because I also do a hair part-time in addition to doing all this fun stuff for you guys. And she was telling me about a friend who had died and it was kind of tragic and somebody like murdered her. I think something really bad. And when she was telling the story, I was getting all these downloads from the person who had passed. She was a young woman when she passed away. And she was saying like, oh, it was my fault, but not in a way where she was like mad at herself. She was saying it in a way of like matter of fact, like, oh, like she was that's the choice that I made. I'm making like, yeah, I'm taking responsibility for my death. Um, it was because of the choice I made and like now I know better and like next time I just won't die that way. <laughs> and not to make light of this woman's death, but like that's kind of how letting go can be. Like when you take yeah. – um, full responsibility for what happened and how it happened and your part in it, it's so much easier to move forward, you guys. Yeah. And um, quick thing, if you guys do want the forgiveness audio or the cutting cord audio, um, if you put in the code VIBIN20 for like 2020, VIBIN20, you'll get 20% off the either of those. So either the cutting the cord hypnosis or the forgiveness and moving forward hypnosis. Um, it's a really good way to, I don't know. At the end of the day, I just want you guys to start exploring what if I didn't have to feel this way? And this is a great way to get started with just exploring that idea. Because sometimes it's hard to just be like, what? Just let it go. It's fine. No, no it's should not never that just be simple. like, just let it go. Yeah. Like, it's not that simple. And yeah, so that's like why my, I'm, I'm choosing my words very carefully where it's like, you don't have to be perfect at this. You don't have to wake up tomorrow and it's all gone. You just have to love yourself by exploring the option of not carrying this huge, heavy burden, um, which is exactly incidentally what the hypnosis is about is like, <laughs> what would it be like to put this bag down? How much lighter do you feel? What's that relief feel like? Anyway, how long are they? The um, they're about, they're about. Tw on average, 12 to 16 minutes, give or take. I have a couple that are really long, but they're more for like going into sleep kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but the average is about 16, 17 minutes, something like that. But Cool. So um, where do people find those? Oh, yeah. That'd be helpful. lindsayrobinson.com yeah. forward slash shop. S-H-O-P. Cool. Shop. Yeah. That's um, a really easy, low um, 
Low risk investment. <laughs> low risk. Yeah. They're <laughs> like, risk, I don't want to say they're cheap because they're not cheap. They're super valuable, but like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, low risk, high reward. So go check those out. And if you want to come to Mexico with me and love yourself to the deepest, deepest center core of how long is it? Two weeks in the ocean by the ocean. <laughs> Um, it's five days, all inclusive. Oh, five days. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I said two weeks. That's Not two weeks. Crazy long <laughs> for a retreat. But Holy yeah, crap. go to kelseyaida.com forward slash retreat if you're interested in that. I would love to have you. There's three ladies out there and I know you're probably listening. Just waiting for you to <laughs> jump in my inbox. Here's your sign. This is your sign. Go do it. <laughs> well, as always, head to our Patreon for bonus content from last week and the week before and probably from this week too. We haven't done anything yet, but we will. Go to patreon.com forward slash high vibe and become a patron to get all the discounts and the goodies and the bonus content waiting for you there. We love you guys so much. We will see you next week and have a wonderful week. Good luck. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of High Vibe In It. Be sure to join Lindsay Robinson and Kelsey Aida for another great program next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We can't wait to have you join us again soon. 